Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of One to Wicked. My name is Madison Timmons. I am JT Timmons. And you might know us from our other podcast, The Most Haunted City on Earth, presented by the Savannah Underground. But JT and I decided that we were going to do a little um, podcast with just ourselves to expand upon all the ghostly things that we like to talk about. Absolutely. So this is pretty much going to be a podcast of talking about spirits that aren't necessarily confined to Savannah. We're going to talk about the most malevolent spirits around the world, and we're going to rate them from one to wicked. Uh, And that is kind of based on our judgment of what we consider wicked, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. um, Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about the stories of the spirits, kind of what they're known to do and things like that, and then we'll go about it rating. And JT will give his commentary as the... Um, yes, I'm just here for the dad jokes. And, yes, he's you know, here for the commentary. dad jokes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and for those of you who might be joining us who have never seen The Most Haunted City on Earth, definitely go check it out. We're on all streaming platforms and whatnot. But also, um, to further introduce myself uh, to those of you who might not know me, so I am a clairvoyant psychic. So essentially, I have been able to see spirits since the day I was born. So you can imagine how... Uh, happy my parents were about that but also I have kind of leaned into that to really study the paranormal I love spirits of all sorts I've taken courses on demonology I have um, gone paranormal investigating I've encountered plenty of spirits on my own time in general so I would definitely say I'm a, a paranormal expert of sorts and for sure, for sure. JT, would you like to introduce yeah. yourself a little bit? Yeah, further? absolutely. I am a film director. Um, I am a thespian. Uh, I direct uh, lots of theater. Um, we have a we have a theater here called the Savannah Underground. Um, she's my wife, by the way. Yeah, we're if you couldn't guess by the last name. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, I don't want them to think that we're like brother and sister or something. Ew. Well, I know it's ew, it's not but... that kind of podcast. I know we're okay. from the south, but oof. okay, heard that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, um, what else? Yeah, I love horror films. Um, horror films are, you know, they're my life. Like, you know, Tremors 1990 is my favorite movie ever. Um, so yeah, that's where we are. Uh, and I'm really excited to start this podcast because I love malevolent spirits. I love like, uh, you know, just, just really, really dark, scary haunts. Like the most of you, like, like, you know, the most of our listeners, we like the, we like the dark stuff. Absolutely. So I'm excited to give my opinion and, and rate us some, uh, some ghosties. Cool. Well, enough, enough of us blabbering about ourselves, I guess. Let's go ahead and get into it. Um, so our first spirit that we're going to talk about on this podcast is one of my favorites. It's Robert the Doll. Ooh. I know. A lot of people like to talk about when they go into the realm of haunted dolls, they like to talk about Annabelle. But personally... I think Robert the Doll might be more sinister than Annabelle. So even though Annabelle got her own movie, I believe Robert the Doll also got his own what? horror movie. Yes, I, I remember. What, it com- like, is, 
I'm telling you, I'm I'm pretty sure it came out like a couple years ago. It didn't Hold do on. well. I'm gonna Google this. Yes, I'm go Google ahead and this. Google it. But that's crazy. But yes, so Annabelle, in my opinion, is a little bit less sinister because she has a more focused approach to attacking. No mortals. way, Robert. It is a 3.1 out of 10 on it's IMDb. Not <laughs> and then there's a 2016, The Curse of Robert the Doll, which is also a 3.1. Both of them are 3.1s. I don't know what... Uh, Apparently, Robert yeah. should have gone to the Conjuring universe instead uh, of going out on his own. Yeah, right? <laughs> let's, not, let's not talk too much about it, though. Like, he's, he's a good guy. Let's just... Yeah, yeah. So you'll understand why <laughs> we say that. It's just let's be sweet to Robert. But um, let's go ahead and dive into it. So a little bit about Robert's story. So Robert was a handmade doll, actually. He was made by the Steiff Company of Germany and was made around the late 1890s to early 1900s. Okay. So he honestly is frightening looking now. But when he was created, he was meant to um, allegedly look like the owner, who was named uh, Robert Jean uh, Otto. Okay. And so, but he just goes by Jean. So gotcha. uh, that way we can decipher between Robert the doll and Jean the owner, because that's got a lot to do with this story. But he was stuffed with a wooden wool known as ex- Excelsior. Excelsior? Okay. Something like that. Um, but he, the reason why people believe that he might have been created in the image of Gene is because there's a photo, and we can insert it into the podcast here, uh, where Gene is wearing a sailor's outfit as a child, and he looks like a spitting image of what Robert the Doll looks really? like. Really? Yeah. Because Robert the Doll is wearing a sailor's outfit. So uh, huh. because. Robert the doll was gifted to Gene from his grandfather. A lot of people believe that his grandfather purchased this custom doll and gave the doll makers the photo that you're seeing. Are dolls usually stuffed with Excelsior? No. Um, oh. But I think that could have just been a product of that time period because it's the late mm-hmm. 1890s. Because it sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Right. It does. It does sound like a Harry Excelsior. Potter Excelsior. <laughs> Yeah, to erase something, that's what it would sound like, Excel yeah, here. for sure. But yeah, um, so it, it probably was just like a product of the time period, but it does add to the creepy ambiance, you know, of uh, old doll. Yeah. But there actually is a, another theory that some people talk about of how Jean acquired Robert, and they believe that, you know, a Bahamian girl gave Robert to Jean as a gift, and it had been, like, cursed with a voodoo spell. Ooh. But that has been disproven. Was um, it called Excelsior? No. <laughs> no. Um, but the that has been disproven. It was kind of, like, created in a um, kind of a racist way is what they've found. Really? Um, yeah. It, it's a really interesting rabbit hole you can go down of that particular story, but it has been proven that it was Gene's grandfather okay. who gave him the doll. Got it. But just for the people who know that story, it is not true. It okay. Was, so, um, but it, a lot of people like to believe it because it sounds creepier if it's a voodoo doll, but... Anyways, so the relationship between Robert and Gene has always been odd because immediately Robert and Gene became best friends. Mm. 
And so Robert actually got his own room in the home. Um, and all of this is taking place in Key West, and you can still visit the home to this day. It's called the Artist House. And so... Yeah, we saw it. Yes. We yeah. saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And well, you we, were like, I'm not stepping foot in that house. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, even though She Robert, knew about Robert the doll way before I did. She's actually... The, you're the one that told me about Robert. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But... Um, so Gene actually was the one who built Robert his room up in the attic. He gave him toys. He gave him furniture. Like Robert like yeah. lived lavishly for a doll. And so eventually Gene, as he got older, he would start to blame Robert for things that would happen. So he would get in trouble for, um, you know, things that kids would typically do, you know, breaking things or stomping too loudly, yelling or whatever. And every time his parents confronted um, him, he would be like, it was Robert. Robert did it. So Mm. his parents kind of wrote it off as like, oh, he's just, you know, pushing his blame onto the doll, whatever. No big deal. But it would eventually go into anything negative that happened in his life. Gene would be like, Robert is the one that's doing it, but nobody believed him. So supposedly the first supernatural incident that occurred with Robert was in Gene's early childhood where he awoke to find Robert sitting at the end of his bed and his eyes were staring at him. Whoa. Which is odd for a doll. And it's a very horror movie, like first 30 minutes. Absolutely. Well, and as somebody who grew up with a haunted doll, I, I feel his pain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it is very freaky when you feel like, whoa, hold on. I know these eyes were not looking at me when I went to bed. Why are they looking at me now? But the uh, after he woke up and saw Robert staring at him, moments later, the rest of the house woke up to sounds of furniture being thrown around the room. Oh, boy. Yeah. Robert's coming in hot. Oh, hell yeah. And this is in Key West? Um, Yes. Yeah. This was in the artist's house. Those Florida dolls, I swear. (laughs) Florida, we can go into a whole another discussion of why Florida is so haunted to begin with. But I was that was a commentary on Florida man. Oh, if you missed the joke. I did miss yeah. the joke, but yes, um, but yes. Yeah, so when Jean's mother walked into the room, she found everything in chaos. Basically, like everything was thrown around the room, wow. and to save um, of the best for last of that, she pretty much found her son curled up in fear on his bed, but Robert remained at the foot of the bed. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. So they couldn't chuck that up to like Robert, like while all the furniture was moving, Robert, uh, you know, was moved also. I mean. Or was he like perfectly placed? Like He right was there? perfectly placed. Like, oh. Yeah. He okay. was seated like pristinely at the bottom of the bed. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, so it's, well, and also you got to think about it. He's like, look what I did to your house. Exactly. This is what I'm going to do to your life. Pretty much, actually. It is a good analogy for what he was going to do later. But it, it it's the issue was, is you got to think of like a 10-year-old boy. You're only going to be so strong. Like even if he was the strongest kid alive, yeah. furniture was made differently back then. It wasn't Ikea furniture that you could chuck at a wall and it's going to break into a million pieces. It's like solid wood usually. Yeah, yeah. It's heavy stuff. So like a child isn't going to be able to that quickly move all this stuff around. Sure, sure. I feel weird even talking about Robert the doll because of what you've told me about him and what he does to people. 
Yeah. Like, I know we're going to get into that, but I mean, I, I feel even, I feel weird even talking about him because I'm like, I hope nothing bad happens to us. Well, I mean, we're just stating the facts. Yeah, we're just, so, sta- you know, yeah, we're just stating we're, facts. We're not talking right? negatively of Robert. We're not talking. We're not. <laughs> we're not. But, you know, um, this this is what happens. Yeah. So, you know, but. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a doll. This is a doll that competes with Annabelle in Haunt. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is, I mean, probably could beat her. In Haunt. I mean, I, we're, we're here to find I, that out, I guess. Personally, I think he could be Annabelle, but that's just me. This is this is a this is a, a bad mamma jamma. But anyway, all right, let's so, keep going. Sorry. Um, after that incident, so obviously Jean has kind of always treated Robert like a human, but uh, whenever he would have conversations with him, everybody was like, oh, he's just talking to his doll. No big deal. But eventually the family would start reporting hearing responses to Gene's questions that he would ask Robert. And so um, pretty much Robert's space in the home was the attic, but they would often actually find him moved to the room that he preferred, which was this big room with a really big window. He liked to look out the window. Robert did. mm -hmm, Robert did. Um, So, yeah, so he would actually often be times, there would be times where he would be found sitting in a rocking chair looking out the window in See, the room that, that just he sounds That just sounds like a horror film. Like, yeah. like is that where it all came from, maybe? Or, no, I would You know, like, or did dolls, the haunted dolls really just like to look out of windows in, in rocking chairs? Well, I... Because I know I've seen that somewhere. Well, I feel like... You're probably picking up on what was that Goosebumps book, Light of the, uh, Night of the Living, Living Dead? Di- no, Light of the Living Dummy. Oh yeah, yes, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's where you're getting this maybe. idea from because it is, it does feel very similar. And I maybe, don't know if the dummy was looking up. Maybe it was. I don't know. And maybe R.L. Stein was a little inspired by Robert the Doll. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of the doll, like even Chucky, maybe. Yeah. You know, uh, was this was this before Chucky? Way before. This is Way in before the early exactly. 1900s. Exactly. Yeah. See, I'm ADHD, so I don't listen. So sometimes I got to backtrack just a heads up. But like, yeah, okay. Got it. Heard. So so a lot of the dolls in horror films and just horror lore in general could have been inspired. Oh, absolutely. From, from this, this doll. Okay. Yes. Cool. All so, right. Let's keep moving. Um, basically, eventually Gene would move out of the home when he was old enough to go to college and whatnot. He would move from Key West Mm. all the way to New York and Paris to continue his art studies because he was an artist and he actually became a very, um, accoladed, I guess, um, uh, acclaimed artist after time. Yeah. So famous. Yeah. He was famous. Successful. Yes. And so... Eventually, uh, Gene would actually move back in the home after his parents had passed away, but he moved in with his wife, and Robert was still in the house. And mind you, Gene did not take Robert with him when he left. What? Yeah, he left him at the house. How'd he get there? So he stayed there the whole time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I so see what you're even saying. after the parents had okay, passed, Robert was still there in got this house. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got and it. So, so he just stayed there. And when he came back, he was still there. Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. And so uh, when he moved back with his wife, Anne, Anne actually would soon express that she was really uncomfortable with Robert. And yeah, you don't say. Yeah, right. And so uh, 
the doll was obviously, you know, a very big part of this home, but she kind of wanted him to be confined to the attic, which Robert did not like. I'm sure he didn't. And so soon after they would lock Robert away in the attic, Anne would report hearing giggles, like that sounded malicious. She would hear footsteps up in the attic and things getting thrown about and whatnot. So this is like classic oh, doll yeah. haunt. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Anne would actually have to live with it longer than Jean because two years after Jean passed away, Anne would pass away in 1974. And so... So how did it get possessed? Well, there's a lot of reasons why anything how did that, can get so, possessed. So Jean so, was like playing with the Ouija board one day no. and then all of a sudden the demon came through and was no. like, I like this so doll. So here's the thing that's concerning about Robert in particular is that the doll was made in Jean's likeness. So any time, dolls already have a higher chance of getting possessed because they look human. But the fact that Jean's doll looks just like him is like it's actually made after a human those are more likely even more so to get possessed because there's a connection actually makes a lot of sense and also a lot of times especially because the doll was given to gene as such a small child and he loved it so much and treated it like a human entities oftentimes look for things like that especially with children because chris and i in our other podcast have talked about this before where Basically, kids get duped very easily by malicious entities because of the fact that they are so open to these sort of things. And so oftentimes, these entities ask, I really like you. Can I stay with you? Can I I live? I like you. Exactly. Uh, Comment down below if you're watching on YouTube what maybe that was from, if you know that. But uh, if... But a lot of times, the entity will ask, like, can I stay with you? Can I live in the doll so I can be with you and kids? Because they like their new friend in their minds. They're like, yeah, of course you can live in my doll. Okay. You know, and then that's all it takes. Yeah. It's like a a kid letting a vampire into the house. Exactly. Yeah. So um, the house actually would get sold after Anne passed away in 1974 but Robert would come with the house. Oh. And so the new owner was um, Myrtle, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Reuter, R-E-U-T-E-R. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so she purchased the home and actually lived in it for 20 years. She did not know that Robert was going to come with the house. She did not know anything about Robert's history, but it was actually Myrtle's daughter who found Robert. Uh-oh. And she loved him. She was so excited about this doll. Personally, if I had seen Robert, I would have been like, oh, my God, that is so frightening. But Yeah, I probably would have picked Robert up and, and, you know, kept him. So the the Knowing myself. The thing was is that even though she was really excited about Robert, her excitement really quickly turned to fear because problems immediately started arising. Yeah, I bet. And so she would often, the daughter, she would often be reported screaming in the night saying that Robert wanted to hurt her and that he was wandering around the room. What? Oh, yeah. On his, like, little doll leg? Yeah. Just, like, just straight. Just like. That almost would be funny, I feel like. Well, I mean, if a doll is moving on. Just kidding, own. Robert, if you're listening. 
I mean, if a doll is moving on its own, I can't imagine. Yeah, what if he's you, floating? He, Floating's better. He wasn't floating. Oh, he was like actually like. Yeah, he was actually like, walking like, like a human. Wow. Okay. And so eventually Myrtle would be so sick of this. She was so tired of Robert and she ended up donating Robert in 1994 to East Martello Museum in Key West. Okay. Now, this is the same museum that housed Jean's art collections. What? So it was a good Uh fit, but they put Robert in the same room as the art collection. Great. And Robert is very defensive over Jean in general. They definitely had a attachment. Yeah, they're twinsies. Exactly. So to kind of go into what Robert has done nowadays, because he's still at that museum and you can still visit him. Oh, so this is the museum where he's where he is right yes. now. Yeah. Where you can visit him and like okay, yeah. So keep yeah. So he's in a glass case, but Immediately after he was donated, a lot of the visitors and staff started to notice that Robert was changing facial expressions. He was moving and he was giggling and things like that. Oftentimes um, in the middle of the night, the security guards would report hearing footsteps in the room Mm -hmm. where Robert is or they'll hear someone talking or paintings have been knocked down and things like that out of nowhere even though Robert is still encased in his glass box. But the museum actually enforces that you have to ask Robert permission to take his photo because horrible things have happened to people if they don't ask for permission. So pretty much uh, people have had incidents of physical harm. They've had car accidents. People have gotten divorces. They've lost their jobs all after they took a photo of Robert without his permission. Oh, boy. One of the stories that I remember particularly, one of the first stories uh, that I heard of with Robert the doll was this man who was just a big skeptic in the paranormal in general. He went and visited Robert the doll, and he actually took a photo, and he rode his motorcycle there. And when he was riding home, he got into a horrendous motorcycle accident and i believe he passed away after oh boy yeah so so it's robert's got real. a kill count well it's actually it's interesting because when you go to visit him his box is like littered with letters and things of that nature gifts from people trying to appease robert and from all be- the girls who love ted bundy bruh <laughs> <laughs> the um but they're trying to appease him by trying to say, like, I'm so sorry, Robert. Please forgive me. Please take this curse off of me. But I don't think any of that is actually. Oh, these are like, these are, these are like notes asking him. For, to, for forgiveness. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, we, we could probably insert oh. photos. I'm sure there's photos online. Oh, of my gosh. The box covered in letters and stuff. He is malicious. Oh, yeah. And so. Uh, He also gets gifts from people. Like, people come to the museum and they leave gifts, like offerings for Robert to gain his favor because they're just so afraid to even be in the room with him. I'm afraid to be in a room with him. Yeah, exactly. Are you? 
Well, yeah, that's why we didn't visit him. Like, yeah, we, we were, didn't. We didn't. We went we to Key West. West. You know, normally you and I we're spoopy people. We right? are. We love. We love the spoop year round. I mean, we dress like this year round. We're we're in Halloween clothes right now for all the people yes. listening on the podcast. But I mean, this is totally something we would do. But after Madison told me about you know Robert and what he does to to people who like you know visit him and take his photo without permission and like I I know there's like if you make fun of him or like are like mean to him in any way he'll get you you know mm-hmm. that that made me go you know what I just don't even want to see well the doll see here's the thing too like, is uh-uh. because he's in the same room as Gene's artwork even people who criticize Gene's artwork Ooh. get cursed like yeah because that's him yeah he, exactly. he probably like has like a yeah, yeah, I don't know. Do you think he's a demon, or do you think it's like a... Um, no, he's definitely demonically possessed. Demonically possessed, okay. But... Um, All right, so we're dealing with a demon. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing with even Gene's artwork and stuff. People have also reported, if you talk badly about Gene in any way, any kind of criticism, Robert's expression on his face immediately gets very grimacing. I and bet. he's oftentimes um, known to slap the glass, <laughs> which is kind of funny at the same time. But honestly, yeah. if a doll slapped the glass, that'd be it for me. I'd be like, yep, yeah. we're out. And I'd be like, I'm going to send you my letter in, in, a, in a week, Robert. But yeah, so <laughs> that's kind of the story of Robert the doll. He's just honestly... A frightening entity to begin with. And it is interesting that he has such love for Gene. Sure. But, you know, and I've said this before in various platforms where just because it's a demonic entity doesn't mean that they don't have favorites. I I actually I actually think it's different. I think What do you think? Yeah, I think that I think that he's possessive over Gene. I don't think interesting. I I don't I don't think a demon is gonna be like I like you like like in a it, like unless they want to get something. I think that he feels like he or it feels like it owns Gene. Mm-hmm. That's what I that's what I think, which is gonna bring my rating at the end here, uh, you know, up a little bit. Yeah, because because I think that I think that that this demon feels like it owns like like created in his likeness and you know. Uh, from from creation, from the original possession, I'm sure the demon, uh, you know, started to have like a very sinister relationship with the boy as he was younger. And I think that, I think that, that there's a lot of like, like he feels like if he's in the doll, he's possessing Gene too. You I know? mean, because it, it wants everything. I mean, they are a bonded pair for yeah, sure. They for spent sure. a lifetime together. Did is is Gene is Gene dead? Very much so. Oh, so he's like, oh, because you said early 1900s yeah, he, and all that. Do you know how he died? I think he just died of normal causes. No. This, I know you don't want to believe that. No, but he was killed. No, he, he died in 1972. Really? Yeah. Huh, okay. But So we don't know how he died. We don't know the cause of death. I mean, we could look it up if you wanted to, but I'm just saying, I don't, I want to say he What's died his last of name? Um, Otto, Gene Otto. Okay. But, yeah, Robert, in my opinion, is honestly one of the most frightening possessed dolls yeah. in at, at least the United States. I mean, there could be worse in other countries. But just the fact that he has such a deep attachment to what 
was a soul is frightening to begin with. And the fact that he didn't go after Gene passed away is even mm. more frightening because that person who invited him in, uh, who invited him in is no longer there. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't I don't see anything I don't see anything about like how how he died, but you know, so we can more look than likely he it. he died from natural causes. No, but. no, I think I think I think that uh, Robert the Doll had something to do with it. I think I think Robert the Doll wasn't going to let natural causes have this one. I think that I, I mean, think that okay, Gene was like, very, I'm going to stop his. Heart. You have a very skewed perspective of what demonic presences do. They're not trying to kill you because of the fact that they need you. They want to cause chaos. Not they all want to cause that, I mean, sure, there are demons. Demons each have their own specific roles. I don't know what demon is inside of Robert. Some yeah. are meant to cause it's chaos. It's a bad one. It's, 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 it's causing car accidents and disease. Well, yeah, I it's mean. It's a bad one. Well, I mean, they're baneful. They're all baneful for you know, okay. different reasons. But what I'm saying is that I don't know if Robert is necessarily the type that is solely meant for chaos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, th- I mean, that's basic demonology is you have to decipher what You know, is, basic demonology. You know, uh, but what I'm saying yeah, is sorry. that there is certain rules that these demons have to abide by for their purpose. Okay. And so it really depends on what is Robert's goal. What was he trying to attain by taking this human form of sorts? I'm going to go with the demon in Robert is evil just off my own opinion. No, he's definitely evil. Okay. But I don't know if he is... I don't know if that's his main purpose. I think it's a side effect of okay. what he's trying to attain. All right. So I think it's time for us to give our ratings. Okay. All right. I already have my rating in my head. Um, you know, after after you told me the story, uh, you know, years ago, I would have rated it the same number. And, you know, I will say that I, you know, when we're rating when we're rating these malevolent spirits a 10 a 9 or 10 is going to be like i mean the the most malevolent thing to exist on this earth we're being i'm i'm being personally and i'm sure madison is too extra harsh so i'm going to go ahead and give robert the doll a 7 out of 10 i was going to give it a 7 also you were also going to give him a yeah. 7 why why were you going to give him a 7 because I have heard of entities and I've read about entities that are way more aggressive than Robert. Robert, you have to make him mad. You have to do something actively. Okay. No, that's totally fair. That, that, that was, that's what I was thinking. That too. causes him to be frustrated. If you appease him, he can be very mild, obviously, sure. by, you know, when he had his own room, he was happy um, when he is giving gifts, he's appeased. But if he was truly the most malevolent spirit on earth, yeah, there would be no appeasing. Understood. His sole purpose would just be to cause harm. So I'm, I'm giving him a seven. That's high for me. That's high for me. I'm giving him a seven because of the wide uh, range of damage 
he can Absolutely. do to people. So not all, like like you think like a you know a demon's just gonna you know try to uh, you know kill you in the end, but there's a lot of stories about people you know getting again like divorces and like relationships ruined and it might be just them i think he tries to cause whatever would be the worst thing to in their mind yeah to happen. absolutely absolutely yeah. and so for that i give robert the doll a seven because it's like i i agree with you madison that you know he's he's like you know what hurts you the worst yeah. and and then it makes that happen it shows that he is a Baneful spirit. Yeah, like if I go to if I go to you know I'd be worried that if I went to Robert the doll and I uh, you know took a picture without his permission, then you know a week after you know Argyle or so Silky Terrier would die or yeah. something like that. That Absolutely. would be that would be cat- that would be like catastrophic for me. Absolutely. Well, and that's kind of what it appears to be the case. You know, he yeah. he goes after you know. What what you care about the most, and he wants you to feel his pain, or Absolutely. like he wants you to feel pain. So cool. definitely, definitely not a spirit you want to mess with, but definitely not the worst spirit that you could encounter. No, for sure. But with that being said, I think this has been a very nice discussion let us know what you guys think you can let us know on tiktok at our uh, tiktok handle the savannah underground you can let us know on instagram about kind of what you think is going on you could also let me know on my personal tiktok which is madison ray timmons uh but with that being said i'm excited I'm excited. This this is going to be a really cool podcast. I, like, I agree. Like, we got a lot of cool things coming up for y'all. Yeah. So. This is what I love to do in my free time is just to read about malevolent spirits. and Yeah, so it really so, works. Yeah, it works out. Yeah. But uh, we will see you guys in the next week or so. We'll have lots of content rolling out for you and um, all that coming up shortly. So uh, my name is Madison Timmons. And I am JT Timmons. And stay spooky, y'all. <laughs>